Hi everyone, welcome back to Diamond and Her Hat. My name is Diamond, I am your host, and I apologize for not being here last week. I had technical difficulties, so much so that I am now using um, GarageBand on my computer because that's the only thing that seems to allow me to record um, because my last system screwed up. So I do apologize, I'm working on it to get back into my regular system, and fingers crossed y'all, fingers crossed. Um, so we're gonna jump right into it. If you are new here, um, inside of this hat, it's behind me, I should have grabbed it. Um, inside of that hat is over 100 topics relating to love, sex, relationships, communication, all that jazz. And today I pulled out a topic for you that I actually think would be quite interesting for you if you are like me, who is still on dating sites during this pandemic. Um, I am taking necessary precautions to ensure that I am not um, destroying lives <laughs> by just arriving to places without masks and shit. But beyond that, before we even get to the face-to-face -face contact, there are quite a few things that I, you know, get annoyed by if you're like me. So we're going to jump into it. The topic of today is dating and the death of conversation. So y'all, instant gratification is such a big thing nowadays. Everyone wants to just get to the, you know, the chase, give me what I want then I'll stop talking to you. And it makes it quite hard when we're trying to, you know, peruse and get to know folks. And besides the fact that I know quite a few of y'all, including myself, are crime junkies. And I say that not in reference to the podcast Crime Junkie, even though I freaking love that podcast, you should listen to it. Um, but who who's not very keen on jumping into relationships or sexual thingies with people simply because we know I might get murdered. So with that all said and done, um, something I do want to talk about is how conversation has been changed so significantly through the use of social media. Almost every dating site, there's a dating site for everyone. I guarantee it. There, There's dating sites pertaining to religion, dating sites pertaining to just sex like there's so many sites and I think it kind of muddles up our ability to communicate effectively with each other and you know me I I'm I'm a screenshot queen and I have quite a few screenshots of people that are just absolutely horrendous when they're talking to me um it, 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 it's just gross um and I do equate that to the fact that the barrier of the internet and the ability to just say whatever you want without me being able to punch you in the face has made people more bold in their attempts of courtship or what they think is courtship. You, you feel me? You get what I'm putting down? You understand? <laughs> um, people get bold when they're online. But I do think that it is hindering us from communicating effectively, especially communicating what we want, what we don't want, what we're not comfortable with um, because of the need for instant gratification. Well, a lot of us just want to get to know someone and we're willing to put in that work. We also have a goal in mind and that is to find someone to do X, Y, Z with and hopefully that gets done. And we do find that that is quite, yeah, you know what I'm saying, you know. It, it gets kind of weird when you have someone who doesn't have the same communication skills as you or who doesn't quite care about your communication skills. Uh, and I, I, I think it's interesting, especially with dating. Uh, so we're going to break down a couple of dating sites that I've been on and how the communication on those sites just, they're just strange, yo. So right out the gate, you know I'm gonna talk about that number one, the one that we love to hate, but we all were on it at once, and it was Tinder. Tinder, Tinder has become the unofficial hookup site for everyone. Um, I actually looked back into like Tinder when it was started, what it was supposed to represent, 
just before, you know, because <laughs> when people are like, well, everyone knows Tinder's for sex. It's like, well, technically, but I know that it doesn't matter what the company has initially said it was for. It's the platform, how the people are using it, you know, um, so I can't judge them for that. But Tinder's the big guy. Tinder's the guy that's got everyone on it and you hate to say you're on it you also hate to be on it because it's interesting to see that almost everyone on tinder hates being on tinder and whether that's because you just you know people on there want sex and you don't or you want sex and nobody wants sex and you're like well why are you on a hookup app i think the connotation of tinder is just generally negative and Nobody wants to admit that, nor does anyone want to abandon it, because I feel like Tinder is the only one that gets the most results in comparison to Bumble. So Bumble's fine and dandy. I've used Bumble for a little while now. And if you don't know what the platform's like, Bumble is a female-driven platform. Um, so if you are female identifying, and this is all on the basis of what you put into your account, uh, you are the one that has to make the first move. So you can match, you can swipe, you can look at profiles. The one thing I really, really like about Bumble is that there's a part where you can select what you're looking for and then you can isolate that. So you can only see people who are also looking for that. While that is all fine and dandy, that does not necessarily translate well to people who know that if they put something casual, that not a lot of people are going to want to do that. So I have a lot of people who, put, you know, I'm looking for a relationship or marriage or I'm unsure, but they know for a fact they're only looking for a hookup. And then they try to like slide that into the conversation. It's like, well, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm just hoping to have fun. I want to get to know you between the sheets. Yeah, I've had it all thrown at me, y'all. It's pretty ridiculous. Um, so in comparison to Bumble, Tinder is, Tinder's that really weird uncle who makes a lot of money, but you don't know exactly what they do. You feel like it's kind of illegal what they do, but you don't wanna ask because you don't wanna be sucked into what they do. Um, but you have figured out you've benefited from that weird uncle making a lot of money. Tinder's that weird uncle that has a lot of money that probably shouldn't. Bumble, on the other hand, is your optimistic aunt who wants to find someone who loves them and care about them, but also is willing to suck a dick behind a HEB or Walmart if that means they'll get a second date. So both of the sites appeal to very different people. I have found that men don't like Bumble as much because they can't make the first move. And I can understand how disheartening it is when you match with someone and th there's like a 24 hour cycle that a person has to reach out to you and they either don't or they unmatch you right before that 24 hours is up. You do have the opportunity to, um, I guess revitalize that. Um, I've had it happen to me a couple of times where I've unmatched guys and you know, Bubble sends me a notification. Richard used his blah, blah, blah to get back onto your radar. How nice is that? And I'm like, well, I unmatched Richard for a reason. So it doesn't fucking matter to me. And kind of guilt you into wanting to say something to him, but I usually don't. I just unmatch him. I'm like, I'm sorry you used that 99 cent to try to get my attention. Um, while Tinder's a free for all, you can reach out. You don't have to reach out. Um, it's really up to you. So those two are right now, they're kind of clashing. They're both titans in their own right, but I do would have to say that the communication on Tinder is very blunt and very blatant. People know that if you're on Tinder, expect for someone to talk dirty to you even if that's not what you want. That, that's just the unfortunate reality of that situation. So we're gonna shimmy on to POF. POF is plenty of fish, and I didn't get on POF until 
yikes probably grad school I think grad school and it was only because I had a few of um, friends that I had met they're like oh yeah I've, I've been really lucky on POF so I get on POF I don't recommend it that is one of the only apps that I'm like no don't POF has an array of older people and I think it just because the platform appeals to them it kind of reminds me of old school tagged that was ooh, tagged was a I think tagged is still a site, but that one was a big thing when I was in like high school. Um, tagged was a dating site, but it reminds me of that platform where nothing looks pristine, nothing looks streamlined. Even if you put your location as in Utah, people from different states are willing to reach out to you and then get upset because you're not in their state. Um, it's just not a very clean, you know, platform. And I'm not, you know, I, I say that all to say that I don't know how to make a clean platform, so I don't know why I'm talking all this shit as though I have the solution to POF's problems, but like I'm saying, POF is filled with a lot of older folk. It's very rare that you meet someone who will potentially be your age if your age is not over, well, if your age is not below 30. So a lot of people on there are quote-unquote sugar daddies, quote-unquote older folk looking to make a connection, just a lot of stuff like that. And I've had some very, very interesting messages on that. Um, I do have to say that on POF, people are more willing to send you a full brick conversation of just, this is what I want, this is who I want it with, are you that person? And willing to just kind of explain what they're trying to look for. And I guess that's fine, that, that, that makes me feel a little better because I feel like that you're willing to get into the nitty gritty, but it also makes it very, Awkward because I, I think only on POF, to my knowledge, that if you ignore a message or you delete it, the person can see you deleted the message and they can go back and message you again, which makes our lives inherently difficult. Because I've had some people who come out the gate with some bullshit and I immediately block, well, Blocking them is also a chore because if you look onto their sites, it's very hard to block a profile. So. POF needs to get their shit together if they expect people to be comfortable on that site. Um, but they're going strong and they like to say that they're top of the line. Nice, wait, what's the song? I'm looking for a dime. That's top of the line. I, I, burn, I can't afford that song. Um, but the Yin Yang Twin song. Um, they, they like to think that they are on top of the line and that they are the cutting edge. Um, and I applaud them for that because I too feel like I'm cutting edge when I'm I'm not I'm really not, um, so let's let let's let's go back to what we we're talking about. My mind's going blank, y'all. I'm out of it. Um, so Tinder, pretty much sex. People coming out the gate telling you nice tits, fat ass. I love to blankety blank 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 this to you and how about that and do and whatever. Um, Bumble is very much you if you're a female identifying person. Uh, you have the reins of the conversation, but don't feel like you will keep control of the conversation because the moment that you open up the form of communication, it is no longer your control. <laughs> they can say whatever they want. And Bumble also allows you to send photos. So that's one of my only grievances with Bumble is that they can send photos, you can call on Bumble, and you can video call. And I've had instances when I'm asleep and I hear my phone buzzing and I'm like, what is that? What is that noise? And I look over and it's some rando at two in the morning trying to call me on Bumble. 
So that was annoying. That the moment needs to get that under control because I, I feel like you need to have a scheduling thing. Uh, yeah, aggravating. I know. And POF, a lot of older individuals who, and I think that kind of ties into the communication form. Older individuals really want to lay out what they want and what they expect, which I can appreciate because that gives me more, what's the word I'm looking for? That gives me more uh, incentive to decline them because at least I can say, no, I'm not interested in a sugar daddy for this reason. No, I don't want to take care of your children. No, I don't want to pick you up from your hip appointment. I'm able to outline exactly why I don't want to interact with you. It's difficult on the other sites because usually someone says, hey, and you look at their profile and they've got the bird up and a Nazi swastika and, you know, there's a there's a bald cat somewhere. I don't know. That was just the scariest thing that came to my head was a bald cat. Um, and if you tell them no or if you unmatch them, that they, they don't understand why. But I don't know why they don't understand why. Like, if you have all this shit on your profile, you should understand why people don't want to interact with you. But that's just me. I, I guess I'm, um, you know, that, that's just the way I see things. Um, so it's much more difficult to try to explain to someone why you're not interested. And I am a firm believer, if you are a regular listener, a firm believer in not having to explain shit to nobody about nothing. If I am uncomfortable, I don't have to tell you why I'm uncomfortable. I can distance myself and that should be it. But... In the world of instant gratification, people want you to explain to them why they are quote unquote not worthy. And I, as I got older, I began to realize that I can be a bit of a bitch. I know, I just learned that like yesterday. No, just kidding. But it is true that I can be a bit much. But when it comes to dating, I don't think you need to compromise yourself or have to explain to someone why you're not attracted to them. Keep that in mind, put that on a t-shirt. I don't have to explain to you why I'm not attracted to you. Just get the fuck away from me. Get that on a big shirt, a big long shirt. Just put that on there with like a gangster Bugs Bunny and make it look cool. Um, so yes, and each of these profiles, each of these, these websites are all trying to accomplish the same goal. And that is essentially connecting people to do something in a relationship. When I say relationship, I'm using that incredibly loosely. I'm not saying you two are you know, committed to each other, you're ready to get married, yada, yada, yada. I'm saying that you're trying to unite one, well, two or more people to do something in an intimate fashion. And they all have very different ways of accomplishing it. Bumble is female-driven, which means that women have more control over who they talk to and who they expend their energy on. However, Bumble has also expanded to other platforms such as connecting friends, um, business connections like networking. So there's like BuzzFriend and BuzzNetwork or something like that. Um, Those are sites I've also tried and lo and behold, they all have the same people on it. They are all still trying to have sex or date you in some way. And I've, I even had a situation, oh my God, y'all, let me tell y'all about this girl on Bumble. Tangent, all right. I met this girl on Bumble friend, Bumble friend, I guess that's what we're gonna call it, buzz friend or whatever. And she started off telling me her story that she was new to the area. Her and her fiance had, um, well, her and her husband is what she was calling him, um, had moved there recently. She, you know, she had, depression and she physically couldn't work and since this was during COVID I was like girl I understand you know 
everyone's going through it. I hope the best for you. If you want a friend, I'm semi-new. I've only been here for about a year. Um, I'm happy to show you all the fun things that I found and introduce you to some cool people because I have some friends. And she was excited about that. And then, y'all, almost instantly, almost instantly, she pops off. She tells me about how her husband, quote unquote, who's actually not her husband, who's in fact her boyfriend, um, is talking to a girl that lives in California that they had a threesome poly relationship with, but she didn't like her. And her boyfriend was telling her, well, you know, I'm gonna still talk to her. She's a good friend of mine. I don't care about what you think. And so she proceeds to tell me, hey, go message her on Reddit and tell her she's destroying my family. Um, then an hour later, she's like, I tried to hurt myself, so I'm in a hospital. Please text her and tell her to leave my family alone and that I love him and he's never leaving me. And I'm like, girl, we've only been talking for like two hours. How did your life collapse in two hours? And she gives me her husband or boyfriend's numbers, like text him and tell him to stop texting her and tell her to sh tell him that she died. And I'm like, girl, I'm not doing that. Like. I can help you find resources to get yourself out of a situation that may not be safe for you. And it seems as though your boyfriend doesn't really care about the fact that you've tried to kill yourself. Um, and I don't take that lightly being a educator and, you know, mental health like person. I was very much like, listen, girl, your la the last thing you need to worry about is their relationship. We need to worry about you and you getting help and you being safe. She didn't like that, y'all. She pretty much was telling me, oh, I thought you were my friend. You're just like the others. Fuck you. And I'm like, wow, okay. I feel as though I was catfished to hell. Like this is worse than somebody arriving and it's not the guy that you thought. It's like Neve and Max. Like it just, it didn't make sense. So immediately I blocked her, I cut that off and I informed Bumble, hey, just so you know, in case, you know, something pops off. This, there, there's some really weird people on your friendship side. Um, but I think that with dating sites and all of this like this, we are so able to be the most difficult, ugliest part of ourselves and not have the repercussions or the embarrassment that we normally would if this was in person. So taking her situation, we weren't trying to date. We weren't trying to like have sex. We were just trying to be friends. But simply within the two hour span of us texting, she went off the deep end and expected me, a complete stranger, to follow through with her nonsense, right? Weird, it is weird, I don't know, blah. But I think that coincides with the dating aspects of being on these sites. We are so stuck in our phones and our computers, and I'm, 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 I'm sounding so, so old right now. I'm 25, I appreciate technology. I want it to get better so I can go die in a black hole. But we are very much stuck behind barriers that keep us from flourishing in our communication. We are all very much aware of status quo when it comes to communicating with a stranger. We know it's not appropriate to disclose any personal information unless it's an emergency case. For example, I would tell someone, hey, I have low iron. If for some reason I'm blow like bleeding out on the floor somewhere, I'm like, hey, I have low iron. So this might be a problem besides the fact I've been whatever the situation happened. But I'm not going to disclose I'm ovulating and I have low iron to a random person on the internet because it has no, there's no reason for that. Now, let's shimmy on to something that may apply to that. There are fetish sites, 
FetLife specifically. Why? Because I told y'all I was a dominatrix in the past. I hope I told y'all that. I hope this is not the first time you're hearing that. I was a dominatrix in the past, so I use FetLife a lot. And FetLife, I think, is the it's, it's a premier platform when it comes to disclosing copious amounts of ridiculously open information. And it makes sense because it's a fetish site. You, you, you tell people about the links and smells and taste and stuff about every part of you because that is what that community is based off. Now, if you take a normal foot fetish guy off of FetLife and threw him on Bumble, the information that he's disclosing or wants to receive would not be appropriate. You see where I'm going with that, huh? But I feel as though with every site that becomes in development, you know, everyone's trying to become the next millionaire when it, you know, developing apps and the next Elon Musk and shit. We are not solving the problem about communication because everyone's going to swarm the next great platform and try to work through that using the same form of communication. Now, I'm going to applaud OkCupid. Um, I feel like this was like a ranking system, an unintentional ranking system. I'm going to applaud OkCupid because I think it's one of the only platforms that specifically asks you some serious questions and then tries to pair you with someone who would either compliment that, and sorry, that was my computer in the background. I thought it was on silent. It's not. Um, who would compliment that or tell you there's a 50% chance this person's going to be the love of your life or they're going to be your worst enemy. And that actually allows you to communicate more effectively with that person. If I look at someone's profile and see that they don't care about social justice, um, but they care about astrology, they don't want children or have actively had more children, that allows me a better preface to communicate or not communicate with them. And they're able to see the same information on my page. And um, the thing about OkCupid is you can only see certain parts about people's profiles if you have in turn completed that part of your profile. So if you're a person who doesn't want to date someone with children, you have to put into your profile that you either have children, don't want, or whatever the situation is. There's quite a few other ones. And I can appreciate that because it allows for the communication to centralize what has already been stated. And I've only had a few guys who are like, oh, you know, I just put whatever because I was just trying to get through it. I was just trying to talk to girls. And I've had people who are like, yes, this is actually important to me. Um, I'd love to talk about it more. Or yes, I'm sorry, that's a deal breaker. And that helps. And that allows for the communication to make sense. And if I see someone's profile and it says that me and him will be 100% compatible, there's there's never 100%, obviously. There's like a 99% um, compatible then I'm more inclined to see why do you think that? And you know, we can go through the profile, we'll check, we'll see, and that helps me out. That lets me know, oh, you know, that he, he likes super people. I don't know, I don't remember what's on my profile, y'all. I, I, I don't care. My point is, it allows for you to communicate more effectively with a person. Other sites are too open-ended. And while that can allow for some interesting conversations to ensue, it can make it anxiety inducing because I don't know what you're coming out of the gate with and I don't know how you want me to respond to that. I have found that I have become more laxed in my conversation. I'm like, you know what? I expect the worst. If I get the best, what a surprise. It, it, it's great. Um, but I'm not expecting to meet the love of my life and he's gonna come and sweep me off my feet on these sites. So yeah, that was that. Um, and overall, conversation 
in person is not happening. Um, it's very rare that people are actually meeting on sites like this. And I think it's because we all kind of kill the conversation at some point, whether a deal breaker pops off or we just lose interest because that happens you know, a lot. Um, safety measures with COVID, I just think that conversation is dying. Um, I've had some situations where I was able to talk for days with this guy online, um, on the phone. But when we came face to face, it changed. And I've had vice versa, where this person was dry AF online, but the moment I met them in person, they're the most vibrant, like, human being in the world. Like, this is like indigo star child from the Andromeda system. Like, this person's from another planet. And it's interesting to know that I cannot define that when I'm talking to them ahead of time. Because <laughs> you're like, you're bracing yourself. You're like, oh, homeboy, you know, talks in full sentences when we're texting. But then I get him and he's like, whoo, what the fuck? Uh, so yeah, I, I just, I think the dating sites have killed conversation in essence because we are all sort of, we're so geared towards the instant gratification. Um, I think that we all kind of, we're we're own we are our own manic pixie dream person um we want to come in and either change someone's life or they change our life and we become fast friends in an hour and a half or fast lovers in an hour and a half and that just doesn't happen and dating sites is not that's not making it happen you know faster and there are some people like i have a girlfriend who met her husband on tinder they are married and i'm like holy crap don't tell tinder that they're gonna use that and run with it and more power to them that they were just two very similar people but i do think that there has to be some type of communication overlay when we're dealing with this or else we're not going to accomplish any goals we're going to continuously swipe we're going to continuously meet have sex or not or whatever the goal is and we're going to be continuously dissatisfied after a while you're going to swipe through all the profiles you're going to see the same faces you're going to recycle people and that in itself is daunting and boring and i can see why it would upset people so keep that in mind y'all while you're swiping think about the communication styles you're you know offering and what you're receiving so i'm done i'm going to go do something else i'm blah I love you. I love you so much. And I'll definitely have something for you next week. Granted, if this works out, um, I don't want to use GarageBand. I don't even know how to use this. I don't even know how I'm going to get the audio off of this. So I'll, I'll let you know, and then you'll, you'll, you'll hear it, hopefully. Please, please hear it. All right, y'all. Bye.